0: Hello listeners, I am Satya Santanam from the Research Bureau of the Hindu Business Line. In this podcast, we are going to discuss about what should investors in multi-cap funds should do now on the back of SEBI announcing changes to the constitution of these funds. You all must be aware by now that on September 11th, the Securities and Exchange Board of India announced a change in investing norms for multi-cap funds. As per the new guidelines, multi-cap funds have to invest a minimum of 25% each in large, mid and small cap stocks. The market regulator has also raised the overall equity exposure limit of multi-cap funds to 75% from 65% at present. But why this change now? How will it impact the operations of existing multi-cap funds? What should investors do now? To answer all these questions, we have with us Mr. Kalpain Parekh, President of DSP Investment Managers Private Limited. Kalpane has over 19 years of experience in asset management and also in sales across client segments, distribution and marketing. Before joining DSP, he was with IDFC Mutual Fund, Billa Sun Life AMC as well as ICICI Prudential AMC. So let's get started. So thank you so much for joining us. Firstly, can you explore what kind of investors is the current multi-cap category suited? And also, uh, what is the objective of this category once? Sir,
1: Satya, first of all, uh, uh, let me uh, change the framing of the question. Uh, and I would uh, want to bring a very different dimension to this entire uh, discussion and debate on uh, the multi-cap category or any category based on market cap. Uh, see, the first thing that an investor should look for, or we as money managers do look for, uh, is... Whether the company that we invest in is a good company or not, and can that company over the next three to five years uh, create more wealth, grow in terms of its business matrix, and become a larger company and a better company over time? So the starting point for all discussions, uh, you know, all decisions that we as investors or money managers need to take uh, is on the quality of the business and the quality of the company yes uh, over time uh, for various reasons uh, you know uh, that that are not relevant for today's discussion uh, there have been many categories which have got created uh, whether you call it large cap or mid cap or large and mid or large mid and small coming together called as multi cap and then you know small cap and then thematic funds and stuff like that so yeah. at end of the day as a consumer today uh, what what are we trying to say that you know if um, uh, profits of corporate india grow at around Let's say 7 8%, which has been the trend for the last five years, and profits of good companies grow at uh, 12 to 15% over time. How can I participate in that profitability? That is what we find. Ultimately, that's the only single minded objective that we want to uh, achieve. Now, that profit pool can be exploited uh, through multiple uh, dimensions. It can be exploited through uh, large companies, through mid sized companies, through small companies. Um, that, that's the secondary dimension. But the bigger point is that how do we exploit the profitability uh, and the growth of uh, good companies which are available uh, in the country? And these companies are available across market cap. So there are many large companies, uh, many companies which are called large cap funds also fit in our uh, portfolio. There are many companies which are small in size uh, and are classified as small cap funds. Small cap stocks also fit in our framework of uh, companies that would uh, grow profitability. And that's how you uh, pick and choose. So as an investor, uh, ideally your choice should be that I have money Uh, Mm.
0: Either I can
1: analyze companies on my own and do my own stock picking that's a separate route or uh, I have money. I want to give it to a money manager who in his best wisdom will decide whether I should own a large cap stock or a mid cap or a small cap stock and let the portfolio manager decide. And that is exactly where the role of diversified equity fund comes in. So originally this category was called diversified equity fund because it used to be diversified across sectors, uh, diversified across companies and diversified across market caps. Eventually, okay. when SEBI did the reclassification around two years back, it got, uh, no, uh, you know, classified as multi-cap, which means across multiple market caps. So to any investor who says that, you know, I don't have you know too much of money or I want to invest only in one category of fund, which one should I would say it should be the multi-cap be okay. And that is the relevance of the category to the investor because. Uh, okay. Uh, independent of uh, you know the market cap the prism the filter through which you choose companies uh, is not the filter of market cap alone it is the filter of good companies which will grow over a period of that is what good investing after all is all about
0: okay so why the change now to the multi cap funds sir what is the rationale of sebi announcing change in the constitution of multi cap funds now
1: Okay, so see, you know, what what does SEBI say, Uh, as a regulator, it is, uh, uh, you know, SEBI's responsibility as well, uh, as well as the responsibility of the fund industry, to say that whatever we call a fund, whatever name the fund is called, you get reflection of that in the portfolio. So in in SEBI's uh, observation over the last few years, their observation was that many large multi-cap funds are largely investing in companies which are large-cap in nature. So almost 90-95% large-cap. And there yeah. is uh, relatively very low exposure to mid cap and small cap stocks. And hence, SEBI feels that since the name is multi cap, since the category nomination is multi cap, uh, it wants uh, all multi cap funds to have a more diverse mix of multiple market caps in the portfolio, yeah. uh, which means uh, enough exposure to large caps, meaningful exposure to mid caps, and meaningful yeah. exposure to small cap uh, And that is the starting point of uh, Sebi's thought process that if a lot of multi-cap funds in the fund industry actually are only large-cap funds, then why do you call them multi-cap? Then, you know, you let them be large-caps and, you know, integrate them with your other prevailing large-cap funds. Now, this is one side of the point. The other side of the point is that, you know, many funds which are very large in size, uh, if they have to buy too many mid-cap and small-cap, it can have some impact on the price of the company and uh, the portfolio liquidity and stuff like that. So in their wisdom, they, they feel that, you know, we would prefer to run a more large cap uh, oriented portfolio. So, so the truth is somewhere in between. SEBI comes from one point of view. Uh, schemes come from another point of view. And the reality is somewhere in between. And I think that dialogue is going on between SEBI and amfi at this point in time, in terms of what should be the right mix. So SEBI's, uh, you know, judgment, which they announced a couple of days back, was that a multi-cap fund can be called multi-cap if it has at least 25% exposure. In the small cap and the mid cap segment as well. This is their point of view. One can debate that point of view. There are diverse, uh, you know, perspectives to this. The fund industry's perspective uh, here is that uh, if if the benchmark uh, against which each of these multi cap funds are, you know, competing with this benchmark is uh, the Nifty 500, for example, the top 500 companies by market cap. Uh, This Mm -hmm. benchmark. Uh, essentially, has around uh, roughly 75 to 80% in large caps, 75% in large caps, 20% in mid cap, and 5 to 7% in small cap. If the benchmark structure is like this, how can yeah. multicap's run uh, a structure too different from what the benchmark structure is? Because trying to create a very different structure can uh, create some bit of deviation uh, in terms of uh, the return journey and the volatility. So that's again a point of view. Now. Uh, And here is where there is a dialogue happening that, you know, one approach would be to say that let the multi-cap breakup of market cap be aligned uh, to the breakup of market cap of what the underlying index is. So I think these conversations are happening and, you know, very uh, thankfully uh, Sebi also has uh, communicated that uh, we will do whatever is right in the interest of the investor and uh, come out with any changes, if if in their wisdom they think so, uh, in course of uh, the next couple of weeks. And there is enough time, you know. There are, you know, we still have three months, three to four months, right, before this transition needs to be done. So I would wait and watch. And see uh, what is the final outcome.
0: I just wanted to know you're saying that this is a debatable point where uh, the SEBI says that uh, uh, each uh, 25% of the portfolio has to be invested in each of this large yes, minimum, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so what what do you think? Yeah, I understand it's a debatable. What do you think about it? So, would it really help the scheme perform better?
1: Okay, so uh, while I respect SEBI's uh, direction and uh, you know expectation of being a true label. But I also would want it to be uh, pragmatic and prudent to to reflect what the underlying structure of uh, the economy is. What is the underlying structure of corporate profitability? So even if see ultimately, what are we doing? All of us are buying profits of corporate India. Now, if the breakup of profits uh, that corporate India makes is only seven or eight uh, percent in favor of uh, small caps, then you know do I need to overweight that significantly in my multi-cap fund? My, our view is that, you know, it should be more balanced and not a uh, high okay. risk And that is the school of thought that we have. Having said that, we run a, a very old 13-year um, history small cap fund because there we narrow down into the small cap universe and pick up 40-50 companies from the large universe of small cap companies and, okay. you know, over time, try and generate value and try and generate uh, profitability for
0: them. Uh, so if the revised rules becomes effective without any change, uh, what do you think the fund houses will do? Will the fund houses change the multi-cap schemes allocation or uh, do you think the multi-cap funds be recategorized into other funds such as value or focused which can possibly have a similar asset allocation as the current multi-cap funds?
1: So I think uh, so. there are different mutual funds depending on their priorities, depending on how they are uh, positioning their investment style their portfolio, uh, you know, their, their teams and their strategic positioning of this particular category as well as other category. Each portfolio, each fund house will come with its, its own uh, strategy. I, uh, may not have an answer to that question completely, but I think all these options are possible. Different funds will take different routes. You can, so if there are three or four routes available, route one is mixed merge it with the large cap fund. That's route one, route mm. two is move it into another category, uh, route three is uh, you know, perhaps a new category gets defined. Uh, then you know, evaluate that. And route four could be just do nothing and continue with as okay. it is. Um, so these are four different options, and I believe that you know, uh, different funds will choose one of the four. It, you know, there will be some who will choose one. There will be some who will uh, choose two. There will be some who will choose option four. But a lot will depend on finally, you know, what uh, is the clarity and what is each fund house's uh, individual strategic objective of their product because every you know fund house has a certain product vision uh, that you know we believe we are good at abc and this is what we want to focus on and accordingly i think each fund house will take its own decision
0: okay so uh, just a follow-up question uh, if the multi-cap schemes have to change the asset allocation as per the revised rules i know that 25 percent of portfolio has to be invested in each in large mid and small cap do you think there are enough opportunities in mid and small cap space
1: Okay, so you know, first of all, uh, I think uh, there are enough opportunities provided the size of the fund is uh, reasonable and moderate, but if the size of the funds become very large, then it can become challenging because, uh, you know, small-cap and mid-caps, while they have potential to generate extra return, they also come with inherent uh, challenges of uh, limited free float. And uh, when the free float is less and if a lot of money starts uh, either chasing these stocks or if a lot of money starts leaving these stocks, the prices can fluctuate. So that, that is an inherent challenge actually, not just with small and mid-cap, but overall if you take the Indian market at, at some point in time, uh, when the size of the asset class becomes very large, if equity as an asset class continues to grow through mutual yeah. fund as well as through global FII capital, uh, uh, at the current stage, uh, maybe India needs more uh, scalable companies and businesses to come and list in the market for, okay. uh, for it to absorb uh, more money. And to some extent, it has been happening gradually over the last 2-3 uh, years, a lot of new insurance companies have come in. A lot of digital companies have come, you know, LIC is being made ready for, for a large IPO. So over time, hopefully, there will be enough companies which will deepen the uh, equity market and offer multiple choices. It's not just about more number of companies, it's about more companies which are worthy of your and my heart and money. Uh, we need more and more of those type of companies and such promoters to come and get listed in the market. And I think over time that will happen. But as as it stands today, uh, I would be comfortable, uh, you know, owning more of small and mid caps in a size of fund, which is moderate and not very large, uh, because large sizes can have some bit of uh, implications.
0: Okay, so yeah, understood. So finally, uh, what do you think existing investors in the multi cap funds should do now? Wait and watch or exit?
1: I will tell you what I will do. Uh, I will not preach yeah. to any investor because every investor has his own, uh, you know, overall personal portfolio makes an asset allocation and certain risk yeah. profile and time horizon. So it won't be, you know, right for me to give a unilateral advice. But I'll tell you what I am doing. see the one, uh, there is time uh, before taking any decision. Number one, number two, nothing has changed in the market after that initial high and euphoria. Uh, you know, whatever happened for those 24, 48 hours when there was suddenly, you know, lot of. Uh, position around this and for one day stock prices moved up, but after that, if you see everything has normalized, a lot of stocks which ran up also came down. So nothing has changed and I would wait uh, for more clarity, number one. Number two, uh, personally, uh, let's say, you know, I have investments in overall nine schemes uh, in DSP where I put all my investments. My um, second largest investment is in the DSP equity fund, which is a multi-cap fund, right? So obviously, it does uh, have some impact if any of these regulatory changes were to happen. As of now, I am doing nothing. Uh, as a team, even if let's say a lot of investors who are listening to this podcast have investments in in our multi-cap fund, only okay. comment I would want to say is that we have not taken any firm decision right now. We are very very flexible uh, because the size of the fund is also fairly you know stable. It's only around 3500 crore in size. So if from our current exposure of 10 or 12% in small cap, if we have to add another 12% in small cap, we we are not really worried about it. I think uh, because we, we also run a fairly large uh, successful small cap uh, category, we should be able to uh, you know identify, if at all we were to decide that. But like I said, right now, no decision taken. We'll wait and watch uh, what is the final decision from SEBI. And then accordingly, we we'll take a call. And like I said, see, uh, l- let me give again an example for uh, our fund, and this will be true for every fund in the industry. Ultimately, our job as fiduciary money managers is to choose the best companies from each market cap. So, even if the underlying uh, structure of the portfolio were to change in favor of small cap or not in favor of small cap, whatever is the final structure, it is the responsibility of the fund manager to pick up the best companies uh, from each market cap. And, uh, you know, whether the fund gets um, uh, slotted in the multi-cap category or moves to large cap or moves to value, the core okay. principle of buying good companies will not change. So to that extent, investors should not worry about label shifts uh, if we okay. are long-term investors. Number two, I want to again reiterate that okay. uh, you know there is this huge myth uh, in in bullish markets. The myth or the story or the narrative is that small caps are well creating uh, products, and in bearish yeah. markets like right now, uh, the fear is that small caps are more risky because you know when prices have fallen, that mm-hmm. becomes a more uh, uh, relatable story. And in good times, the stories that small caps really have speed and, you know, uh, they they can actually become a mid cap and large cap and create a lot of wealth. The category is still the same, but just at the two extremes of the market, the stories change. Now, I also want to highlight that there are so many large companies, which have actually perished in the last five years. Uh, There are so many large companies where most of the big accidents have happened, Uh, you know, for example, large amounts of NPAs actually came in the largest of banks, a large amount of volatility in profitability actually happened in the largest Mm -hmm. of metal and energy companies because globally metal and energy cycle have actually come down. A large amount of, uh, you know, profit uh, slowdown happened in the NBFC sector. So a lot of the top four, five NBFCs went uh, through a slowdown. So who said that the risk is only in large cap and not in small cap? The risk is everywhere. The risk is there in every part of the business. Uh, At the same time, even in a slowing environment like this, there are a lot of interesting businesses in the small cap and mid cap segment which are mm. quietly doing their execution, you know, building up their profitability, building up their products, distribution, research, who are growing. So, there are good large caps and there are bad large caps. There are good small caps and there are bad small caps. Whichever fund, on your behalf, is able to, you know, stick to the good set of companies in every market cap, will ultimately yeah. create value. And I think that's the only message I want investors yeah. to carry back.
0: Fine, sir. I understand. And that's it from our side. I'm uh, sure our podcast listeners uh, will find it very informative. <laughs>